0: This episode brought to you by Michael Crate and James Husband. Special love goes out to Lee Kemp, who manages our Facebook page. If you like what you're hearing here on the Sci-Fi Diner, feel free to leave us a tip at Patreon.com/backslash Sci-Fi spelled the right way. And by Audible, get a free audio book when you sign up today. AudibleTrial.com/backslash Sci-Fi Diner. Engage. Sci-fi is an existential metaphor.
1: Allows us to tell stories about the human condition.
2: Welcome to the Sci Fi Diner Podcast, where we serve up interviews, news, and our view on the world of science fiction. Come, grab a chair, and enjoy the conversations. I'd say we've got an unexpected guest.
0: Rose, where we're going, we don't need Rose. I've got a bad feeling about it. Quiet. Whoa.
2: Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Herzog, and I have a bunch of guest hosts with us. So if we can just go down the line, just introduce yourself.
3: I'm Dave Sellers. I'm Neil Altonstein.
0: I'm Nora McClellan.
2: Yeah, so Nora's a special guest with us here at the con as a special guest. My understanding is this is your first American con. It
0: certainly sense? is, and I'm really grateful to be here at Farpoint. It's really um, intimate and uh, fan-friendly, and as we're all science fiction uh, fans, and right. I mean, last night with a, uh, I'll admit it, a bit of liquor, we were having a heated discussion about which theme songs to Star Trek were the best. Uh, and, um, you know, and, and but what it what was the conclusion? Well, my answer, discovery, uh, is the- <laughs> Is the right answer, but I don't right, know if right. people. Right, not enterprise. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Did that seems to be a big. Part that was of the a consensus. big. It's been a long oh, road. Yeah. Oh my, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it's great. It's great to be here.
2: Oh uh, well, very good. Well, it's good to have you here on the show. So I mean, people when they when they when they hear your name probably most commonly associate you with Killjoys
0: mm-hmm.
2: is probably the big one. And you've been on some other science fiction stuff. I have. Um, but tell us a little bit about Killjoys, how how it was pitched to you and how you kind of got involved.
0: Well you know it's great. I um, Michelle Lavretta, gosh what a great uh, writer she is and what a show creator she is. She also did a show called Lost Girl and um awesome
2: show by the yeah, way yeah
0: and she had of course Emily Andrews who went on to do one owner herb and uh, she's got some really Great people, but uh, Bellish uh, is a woman of a, of a certain age, which you don't often see. Um, and for those of, for a person like me who grew up watching t- TOS um, as a little girl, it's really one of those things that you start to realize that your your demographic disappears from from in science fiction world oh, yeah. um, altogether. So it was so wonderful that michelle created a character that's my age who can take you out quickly if needs to be because i am a killjoy right, right so right, right. um so don't mess with her yeah yeah so it's it's really um it's really i'm really thrilled about that that she's uh, created a character that uh somebody like me can go hey i i i'm i'm being represented
2: Right, right. I can kick butt and take names, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Or awesome.
0: not even bother to take your name. No, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> no matter. That, that is awesome.
2: So so how did you land the role?
0: I auditioned. I had um, just finished playing a role on Orphan Black.
2: Another great show. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and uh, that was an experience and a half. Um, I'll be talking about it today at 4 o'clock um, at the panel, but... Um, and uh, they they they're both um, produced by Temple Street, which is now called something else. I can't remember what it's called. But um, right, um, and uh, I don't know how if that had anything to do with it or not. But of course, what they do is they will audition everybody. And of course, when you go into the room, there will be a hundred people, <laughs> and. And we all know each other and we all are happy when one of us gets the part and one of us doesn't. And um, I I I do remember this that I said, uh, what is the what what has everybody been doing? And they said, Oh, everybody's been doing this and I said, That's great, I'm gonna do the opposite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that may have had something to do with it, I right. don't know. Set but, you apart. Set yeah, you apart from
2: yeah, well so I, I followed you on Twitter and my my understanding is you're doing something called the the Cardinal. Is
0: that right? Yeah, I did I did it's a great series. Oh my god. Uh, that's not science
2: fiction. Is you know it it's
0: it's it's um it's a detective uh, but it's very mystical and very dark. I was honest <laughs> to God only in one scene, but they shot for 5 hours. It was wow. brilliant. It was it was like um these actors, uh, I, Cardinal is such a great show, but it's really, really dark, and it's uh, and it's gruesome. And, uh, um, boy, is it gruesome. Uh, so they do six episodes a season, so they shot one season in northern Ontario um, in, in 40 below weather, and Ooh. then they, the second season was shot in northern Ontario, and it's called Blackfly because, of course, all the blackflies are out. And um, there is a, a lot of... Um, yeah, uh, when I was watching it, I was like, "This, oh." <laughs> um, so, because my scene was quite contained, I had no, no idea <laughs> right. um, how what had, what the cops were telling me had happened to my son. What really happened to my son? I was like. Oh. Oh, my God. And I was tweeting with her. I said, it's nice to meet you. Except I never did meet him. That's, of course, right, the actor's right, right. life, you know. Right. Uh,
2: you only in part of the scene. You only see part.
0: Yeah, I was yeah. telling uh, Matt uh, Frewer last night that um, uh, Kristen Brune who was on Orphan Black, he was shooting another series in in North Bay, Ontario. We went out for dinner. And somebody said, you two must be so close from Orphan Black. And I said, we never worked together. We just <laughs> we just all hung out together. It was a very tight cast uh, that on Orphan Black, so it was cool.
2: Do you find that the Canadian acting community, because so many sci-fi shows are shot in Canada, mm-hmm. is a tight-knit community like that?
0: The sci- You know what? I don't know. I, it's, it's hard to tell. It really depends on the... It depends on the on the show. What do you think about that? I mean like don't you find like some of the shows are so big. Like I I recognize my friends' voices on Star Trek oh, okay. Discovery. Because right. often they're Klingons and right. um, you know yeah. what I mean, they're so heavily made up. Um, yeah. I recognized Matt on Altered Carbon oh, yeah. from his voice, but I don't know if you've seen it yet. It's streaming I have not seen, yeah. on um on Netflix. Um I'm to plug plugging Matt Frewer for. Yeah, um, anyway, uh, yeah. anyway, we'll chat with him later. Maybe yeah. he'll
2: plug you. We can ask him to plug you. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. <Yeah>, do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, th- I think that, um, you know, it's, it, it's a difficult uh, world to navigate because, of course, for a woman of my age, there are just so many last parts. In all forms of the media and and, and entertainment, it's just uh, I had a big conversation with a director who said, "I know you won a big two big prizes for playing this part, but I have to cast it locally." And, and I was like, "Of course you do, uh, you know, it's uh, <laughs> uh, uh, because there's there's a lot of us women, and there's just not a lot of parts." So um, I think that also translates into sci-fi as well. Oh, I'm sure. But um, I know for the guys, they are it's the, the the audition room is a lot sort of like this there there'll be a hundred people all dressed in very similar outfits um all was holding their sides all going hey hey joe hey bob yeah. hey ted and you go in and you are there for sometimes one minute because um, they just are waiting to see if you're the right person for the x-files I auditioned...
1: I'm glad
2: you're talking about one of my favorite oh, shows. Oh, yeah. I auditioned... Well, that was during the height of its
0: popularity. Well, well they, it was no. The beginning, it, well, the beginning it was, of it To be honest, I was on the first season. Right. And if I had saved those scripts, because I had all the scripts, they didn't have confidentiality in those days. And uh-huh. I'm going to be brutally honest. So <laughs> <laughs> they Maybe you don't want to. They, no. <laughs> what the heck? They, they came in and... Um, they wanted, Chris Carter wanted me to audition for the guest star. And I, they would go, can you try it this way? Can you try it this way? Can you do this? And then, of course, they would cast it in LA uh, after me showing them how to do it. Yeah. And, uh, so, after, and I, and I remember we would get in these scripts and all of us would be going, this is never gonna work. This looks just awful. <laughs> Sorry, Chris Carter. <laughs> um, but uh, and then about the fifth episode, I remember I walked into the room and he said, "We should give you an office." And I said, "I've got a better idea. I'll read the part that you're asking me for, but there's a part of the coworker that's got three scenes. Could I read for that?" And he went, well, wh- "Why?" And I said, "Because I think I could get that part," right. uh, and which I did. And right. it was it was great because in that first um, in that first season. There was so much learning curve and so fast that I can remember in one scene. I wish we had a visual, but um, all that had to happen. And there was seventy people in a room this big, of course. Um, and all that had to happen was a nameplate had to move on a magnet like this. Right. We were doing that scene for about eight hours, and I kept oh, oh, I'd, wow. oh I'd leave the room and I and they go cut and I go. Is it me? Right. Right, like, right, right. Like, did I do something? Right. They go new. No, it's the magnet, no. right? And then and it was, and so oh. it was like they were trying to get all these special effects going. So it, I, I just last week got a residual check from the X Files. Um, oh, really, for twenty five years later, oh for thirty dollars, and I just went because we were on set so many hours. We went into oh. to golden. Platinum over time, oh, wow. um, but wow. it was it was awesome, and 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 of course the Vancouver that beautiful uh, lighting in the rainforest, right? Mm-hmm. I, I always felt that the series suffered when they moved to California, the original series, Yeah, you yeah. know. And it's great to see it now back in Vancouver. Oh
2: yeah, absolutely. You know,
0: and again I get to see all my friends. There we go. <laughs>
2: well, you know, it was great because that that was like the psychokinesis. They were there was the, 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 there's um, it was called Shadows, yeah, mm-hmm. I believe, yeah, um, and was. That first season kind of had its ups and downs yes. as a season. But then season two, it just took off. Over absolutely. The title, over Myth art. And I'm glad they gave it more than one season. So many uh, times yeah. shows it canceled yeah. halfway through.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It was, it, 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 Of course, I think as we all discovered, those of us who were a bit eye-rolly over what was – because we didn't – it's sometimes when you're looking at the page, you can't visualize what... That is true. You know, like when... Because a lot of times you will... Like a, a Killjoy script, will it'll say, smash, cut, fight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then scene, and then it'll say, cut... Um, and then it'll say they fly. They, so, we, so we have no idea what's going to happen in post, right? So I'm the one that usually, when I'm watching the show, I go, "Oh my god! <laughs> right? I had no idea, right? I mean, it's right. it's really cool." And I mean, what what happens now? Um, what I love about Killjoys, for example, is some of the set pieces. They they are really functioning. They don't do all the stuff in post. It, it's it's all happening as it's, it's uh, um, as it's happening. And when I'm doing my minority por- report kind of stuff on my screen, I've got the guy behind me doing it right as I'm doing it. So it really is like I'm pulling up stuff on the screen, and it's just fantastic, That's right? Awesome. And like it really makes you feel that you're in the world, right? Yeah,
2: so, if you've had, of the shows, science fiction shows, like from Black and Killjoys, which one, is Killjoys the one that you had the most fun with? Or is that hard to. Uh, to it
0: look? is hard. I mean, I'm hoping mm-hmm. to have more fun on Killjoys. <laughs> uh, uh, my fingers car- crossed. Yes, yeah, cross. fingers crossed. My character wasn't on season three, and when I was watching it, I was going, just call Bellish. Call, call me. I, what, I was writing show <laughs> going, WTF? Why am yeah. I not on this show? <laughs> Did um, they say, Tell you why? She said. She said, "There's, we're, we're, it's, we've gone away from your world, right?" So I said, "Come back to my world." Um, <laughs> this
2: is so, pretty easy, just right. Yes, yeah yes, right? Right? So
0: I think that will hopefully be rectified. But uh, yes, the 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 Killjoys people are fantastic. Um I will say that the Orphan Black experience, because it was. Uh, only four of us on the set for about a week and a half, um, uh, and Tatiana had not. She she was just about to hit. She did not. There was no. And she hasn't changed. I've got to say, this is the incredible thing about this girl. Um, now, as as big as she's become, she's still the same lovely, warm, generous person. Um, and uh, she was playing Sarah, and um, she was with her daughter Kira, and uh, we had Mrs. F and the fellow paying my son so they, and we were just for a week so we just had such a great time and Maria being a nice Irish girl from Dublin we continued the party for five years like with wow. small wow. little dinner parties uh, well, not small sometimes they you know 20 people um all at the house cuz they're uh, they're irish right so they have these great Kayleys, and everybody be up singing and dancing if you do you watch Orphan from fly i have
2: okay. i have watched all the seasons okay well the I, okay oh, yeah, so
0: good. the highland fling that Donnie does That yeah. came out of him Doing it at a party At Maria's house <laughs> and, and, Gra- and Graham yeah, Manson and The bro. show One of the show creators Turned to me And he went That's going to be a season five <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's so So it was just awesome You know, no, you know? So, so yeah And I, the, the, the cast of Killjoys Is um, I, I've, I've, I've often said this In interviews Because I'm often In my little cubicle And I have no idea what they've been off shooting. And they come in and it's like they've just uh, are on the set of law and order. They come in and they're, they're relaxed. They're all these things. And then I find out that what they've been doing the previous eight hours has been doing these knockout, drag out (laughs) fights. You know what I mean? Like, and these serious things. And they come in and talk to me and they're just, you know, just funny and uh, warm and professional. And I just go, I'll go to an easy gig. And then I, of course, watch the show and I go, ow <laughs> you know, uh, yeah it's great
2: that's phenomenal well you're, we're here at a con there are things that you're passionate about what things like cause you to nerd out whether it's science fiction related or something other
0: you know science fiction is really it's the thing that I find myself like if I'm scrolling on Netflix I keep going there's got to be something I haven't watched <laughs> Um, And I'm picky, I've got to say. Like, I was not a fan of Prometheus. Um, I was, I wasn't, I was, I waited long and hard for that, and I was not as happy. Um, I would say some of the things, like, some of the things recently that excited me, of course, Wonder Woman just, I I just burst into tears and stayed in that state for most of the time. By the time we got to No Man's Land, I was just done. I just, I was like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, it, right. it, it really was so wildly satisfying. The reboot of Star Trek was just because of it had something for us older people that grew up with the TOS, and it had enough for the kids who wouldn't have the faintest idea right. what that was it was about right so I mean by the time a trouble arrived I was like going so <laughs> nice. you know what I mean like I, right, thought, right. I thought that was so great you nice, know nice. Um, yeah so I I I find that um, it's one of those things my boyfriend at one point he just as we were driving and he said I can't believe you haven't asked to go to the new Star Wars movie and I said are you saying today he said well we're here and i said well then we're going <laughs> like, right. you know i mean like and, and I did, there was a lot of because i well we knew that miss fisher had passed and um but at the end um spoiler alert when we you haven't watched it yeah, by now yeah if you haven't watched it by now but um clearly the torch is being passed to a new generation but they i thought that they um gave luke what he needed to do. You're starting to cry now. No. Then, you know, oh, I mean, oh. but it's one of those things that you're very attached to these characters. Oh, oh, yeah. Of course, you absolutely, know. Absolutely, um, yeah. Yeah, you'd like them to go on forever. Oh, I really am crying. Oh my god, no, no. what a
1: wuss. At least they can't see you yeah. on the podcast, right? <laughs> right? Right. It's
0: all audience. Bellis, who kicks ass and balls. The, uh, right. <laughs> balls. But
1: of course, if, if, when they were filmed, you know, if they knew the Carrie Fisher. <laughs> Going to pass away, you know, had some more not you know, things could have been completely written differently, but right. still had a lot of poignancy the way. Absolutely. It did. I yeah. I mean
0: they really did and and of course the, the wonderful thing again about having general layup, God You know what I mean? Like the fact oh, that there yeah. she was a woman of her age, uh, and my age, and she became do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. it's it's so empowering, and I and I think that in this climate, having having girls being able to take no prisoners is a really empowering thing, and I and I appreciate it. And it's not it's not anti men or anything like that. No. It's just it's just equal do you know what i mean and, yeah. then, and so it's and in really that movie
2: especially it was so empowering you had three dominant female characters
0: yeah
3: just carried it so beautifully. yeah
0: and so, somebody was writing about that about uh, wonder woman you know that that the amazon women uh were strong not because they had been brutalized by men they just were strong they were do you know what i mean they were right. they were warriors. Just by the fact that they were, and there right. was no there was no damaged background behind that, mm-hmm. which is so often the case um, in in the fantasy world, right? Um, and but in Star Wars, they just are, yeah. you know. Or well, we'll find out. Right,
2: right. We'll find out. We'll see what happens. The right. Next movie. You know. Right. So
0: yeah, and of course, I've got a huge crush on Adam Driver, but who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, so
2: we have to let you go here. But before we let you go. Where can people find you? Find out what you're doing next.
0: Yeah, I'm on Twitter at McClellan. I'm very active
2: on Twitter, my Yes, way.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm at McClellan Nora, uh, M C L E L L A N N O R A at McClellan Nora, and um, we, yeah, we are. Um, w- there's a lot of uh, Clone Club people uh, from Orphan Black, and a lot of Killjoys people. Last night, Friday night, we seem to live tweet even if there's no show. <laughs> um, and um, so we are—we tweet an awful lot, um, uh, and it's—it's uh, it's lots of fun. So that's where to find me, and that's where I will engage, unless you're a corporation. That's what uh-huh. I always say. But i will we, we you and I are on Twitter? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah. yeah, we can
2: engage that way. Yeah, absolutely. So if people want to connect with you; they do it through Twitter.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. and we have fun. We ha- we do have a lot of fun out there. Awesome.
2: Well, thank you so much for sitting down with us thank the podcast. Thank you
1: great
2: conversation it's lots of fun thanks so much thank End you hope you'll be in the next season yeah here, here's a sign a petition <laughs> we'll get you on you got it all right
0: thank you so thanks. much
2: that was norm mcclellan you can find her on twitter as she just got done sharing well we can take this show wherever we want so i have star wars in the docket we have Stargate origins coming up this week or next week so we have some firefly novels the show that got canceled after half a season that we're still bitter about <laughs> but that's just the way <laughs> it is so bit. uh so dave tell us a little bit what did what was released this week tell me about these firefly novels
3: i saw titan books announced that uh, they're going to expand with with a trilogy of novels the way it looks um they made a big point of saying joss whedon is not going to write anything but he's going to be a consulting editor um they've released three titles already here uh Big Damn Hero, The Magnificent Nine, and Generations. Uh, Nancy Holder, James Lovegrove, and Tim Levin are writing, are writing those three. And I don't know. As a fan from the show back back in the 90s, or whatever that was, 90s? Yeah, it was 90s stuff. And just rewatching it constantly on Netflix and DVDs. Uh, I'm so excited to finally get something more. Can you know what
2: would be really cool? Is if they got some of the original cast into the audiobooks. Wouldn't that be awesome?
1: Yeah, I would mean, be listening. Well, I mean, that, that, thats a lot. Of, that's something like a lot of these tie-in books try to do, right? So, so, so that, that'd be exciting.
3: Especially, yeah. I'm a fan of anything Adam Baldwin. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> have, right.
1: have, have, have you uh, read any of the uh, comic books, uh, graphic novels? I've got. They're, they're doing a whole bunch of those.
3: Yeah, I've got one of them. Like one of the one of the bigger ones sitting at home, and uh, I've read through it through. But yeah, books, i haven't gotten. Any I got some books. right here you
1: got the yeah, whole no, no, no power in the first yeah, that's the latest big series that, yeah. oh, that, that, that. they did look at that but, so yeah you, know, they, you got them some, some standalone yeah. ones on various characters and a lot of those have been in you know, at least a guiding hand from i think from zach whedon has, 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 has helped them along in, right with, with some possibly some input from joss as well
2: yeah absolutely so Awesome. Well, I'm excited about it. Do we know the direction of the story? Do they tell you anything about the stories?
3: Yeah, each one gives a little synopsis. Um, big damn hero, pretty much, is uh, Captain Reynolds finds himself in a dangerous situation after being kidnapped by a bunch of embittered veteran browncoats.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. So
3: that could be kind of interesting. Um, Magnific- not the Alliance this time, but the, the, alliance, browncoats. the browncoats. Magnificent Nine, uh, Jane receives a distress call from his ex, Temperance McCloud, that leads the Serenity crew... To danger on a desert moon.
2: Boy, Vera's gonna be pissed if that's his axe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, generations. Uh, this the discovery of the location of one of the legendary arc ships that brought humans from Earth to the verse promises staggering salvage potential, but at what cost? Ooh. River Tam thinks she might It
1: says in one of these articles that they don't know exactly when at the moment. They're in relation to when they're the going to come line. out. No, 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 in the timeline of the oh, where they're occurring in the time, right? Line. Right, right. I mean, the books, uh, I think the, the last one is October 9th, 2019, think it's the nine is March 2019.
3: Let's see. When's the, the other, other one? one?
1: The, the, the first theory, one, the right? First one, yeah. Yeah. first one in October. So in October, okay, of October this year. So we have a right. little bit to wait. So we'll right. keep so, up. Right. So with from it. October to October,
2: these three novels coming out. Very cool. Very cool. Awesome. That's going to be. That is going to be awesome. That is going to be awesome. Very cool. Well, um, so we have that. We have uh, Star Wars news that dropped recently. Um, like it doesn't drop every week because they keep announcing new stuff. Disney's been trying to get their, uh, video on demand, uh, service, streaming service coming up. And part of what they're doing is announcing now a new Star Wars series for their new, uh, TV series for their video on demand, which means that Dave, you're going to have to have another subscription. Just another one. Yeah, CBS. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) CBS didn't uh, get it enough, sorry, uh, with, with Star Trek and everything else. So are you, Neil, are you subscribing to the CBS? uh, No, you aren't.
1: I'm going to wait until it comes out on DVD or Blu-ray.
2: And then you'll pick it up. So you have not kept up with Discovery.
1: No, absolutely. No idea what's going on. I decided to, Everyone to dies on that. in
2: the end. No, I'm just
1: kidding. <laughs> I, I just have so much stuff that I'm watching right now that paying for something else. Well, it is. And right. this
2: becomes a big dilemma, right? So we cancel cable, right? Yep. But then we get Netflix, Hulu. Uh, CBS, and uh, if you want to watch the New Origins, you got to subscribe to what MGM's doing—the right. Stargate site, right? right?
3: Yeah, that w- I haven't looked into that one.
2: Yeah, I don't even know how much it is. I
3: don't. The
2: the New, the new uh, Origins site—I don't know either. It's like I think it's like four or five bucks. I don't think it's that much,
3: but still another four or five dollars. It's still
2: another four or five dollars. Soon you're up to a cable bill again,
1: right? Right.
2: right so I, I don't know.
1: But, uh, uh, yeah, but I mean, Disney is trying to be, be a big competitor to Netflix by having. Uh,
2: do they have a
3: chance with yeah. Star Wars? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean,
1: they got with Star, Star Wars, Wars, with they Marvel, all the Marvel series, all they the know, animated all the movies, and uh, you know, all, all this animation. You know, they, they've got a ton of properties that you know, and they, of course, they just bought all the stuff from Fox, so so that so, so, <laughs> so they can
2: they can easily do a streaming service. So, will you
1: subscribe? Probably not, not <laughs> at first, but, uh, you know, see see how things are going, but, uh, I mean, right now, of course, Star Wars, you know, Rebels is in its last season, and, so, and that's been really good.
2: Are they not renewing it for another season?
1: I, don't, I, I believe, you know, they said this is, this is... This it. is it. This is it. This is it. You know, they, they, they is season what, five? Season five?
2: Four. Four. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's four Maybe it's season four or yeah. five, you know, not, Rebels.
1: I, 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 I have never watched. It. I I've,
2: I've obviously didn't fix that, Right, yeah, yeah. Well, me too. Me too. Because uh, I've I've watched I'm the sure. first season, and that's as far as I've gotten. So I, but
1: that's been that's been very good. Yeah. and 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 it, t- it is you know what's, what's been very exciting about it. You know, in addition to, to, to being you know one chronological story, is they have incorporated a lot of stuff from you know you know fans of the Clone Clone Wars series. They brought in characters here so, so many years later. They also had uh, you know Thrawn, uh, Timothy Zahn's uh, character from his books. You know, he's here this weekend. They, they brought in-
2: Thrawn's not here. Timothy Zahn is just to clarify. <laughs> Although that would be cool too,
1: so it came from his mind. It's <laughs> here somewhere, right? It's here yeah.
2: somewhere, right?
1: So, 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 so he's been brought in as a as a younger, uh, as a y- younger uh, great leader there for 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 the uh, the empire. So it's, it's it's been very good, very good story. Lots of lo- lots of good characters, and uh, you know, it's been very exciting on uh, you know, it's been on Disney XD, and then you know, then out.
2: Yeah, we're excited about the new Thrawn novel that's coming out. When in a few months, This
1: summer. He, this no, summer. Yeah, I mean, he has copies at his table right now.
2: Of the well, oh, no, of the the Seek, the Allegiance, the second oh, one. Oh, the second one. It's not out. It's not out yeah. yet. But uh, the first one, phenomenal. Dave, you, I know you really like that.
1: Oh, uh, I
3: just started it last week. Audio audiobook, audiobook again, the second time coming at work. Oh. So, I'm on my second go through of it,
2: and, and so you're, lo- you're 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 loving, loving it, loving it again, loving it. loving it again. That's awesome. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, so we- it's been four four seasons, and pretty quite sure that this is the uh, the last one. Third season, uh, yeah on uh, yeah on April fifteenth during Star Wars Celebration, it was announced the fourth season would be the final season. The final episode is airing on March fifth.
3: Oh,
2: uh, and so it makes sense that they're developing other tv shows that would be on the disney network with me and so we we got an announcement earlier this year i guess last year that rain johnson who did last jedi will be doing a trilogy
3: oh, good. Let unrelated him run, yeah, let him run a storyline from start to finish
2: right i think part of the problems with last jedi that people had was the fact that there was a continuity issue and it wasn't necessarily his fault he wasn't mm-hmm. given the abrams script till after his script was written he's like i'm not changing it right and so this is and so, but giving him a beginning to end, he certainly can do Star Wars. Yeah. It's just a matter of don't don't pull a different director and expect him to continue it if you aren't going to give him the first script.
3: Correct. He's always been good at, at, at driving a story and, and being able, just being able to tell a good tale. Right. I mean, you give him give him control over all three. It's going to be. A great
2: yeah. Trip. Well, we also have the news that another trilogy is being developed by the Game of Thrones directors. That just dropped.
1: Um I
2: thought it was a series. Yeah, well, uh, let me see here. What do I have here? Game of Thrones uh, series creators to write and produce a new series of Star Wars films. So it sounded like it's films. So it's got another trilogy, and I don't know. Star Wars has always been fairly... PG or PG-13. Yeah, there's a... Stormtrooper at the door. Stormtrooper at the door uh, has been fairly PG, and uh, I assume that they'll tame it down and it won't be Game of Thrones-esque, or that'll totally change Star Wars.
3: I would hope you're going to be killing too many characters off. Way too quickly. Right, right, right.
2: <laughs> it would not be uh, your family's uh, Star Wars. Now, that's the thing. My kid's 10 years old. It's easy to take take him into one well, of these of things. of
1: course, I mean, Game of Thrones, you know, it's still... You know they have the, the you know, heart and feel of the books, right? So 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 they're they're quite true to that. Right. People are dying left and front You know in the books, so you know, Star Wars right. is, is is something completely different. It is, so, and so they you know, should I, be I faithful. Think, I think you know they're gonna they're gonna be tied to the feel of the Star Wars universe there and, and what they're doing. And it's so funny, they like... they trying to do Star
2: Wars Game of Thrones. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, you know, And that's the thing. I mean, directors get tied to a series and they get known. But it's the same, like, well, we got news that Quentin Tarantino is doing the next Star Trek, right, right? right? And so everyone's like, oh, Quentin Tarantino, you know, they're, they're thinking Kill Bill 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, you know, and, and it's it's probably not going to be that. No. Um, the, memes, the
1: memes and videos have been absolutely hilarious. Oh, they,
2: <laughs> they are. They're <laughs> I'd love to
1: see you do Harry Mudd.
2: Oh, there he go. <laughs> yeah,
1: and the news that I have, it's, it's an undisclosed number <laughs> of films based off story tone during some point in time in the mythology. So, so it's not even a trilogy. It could be more.
2: Right, it could be. A lot of people would like if they went back to the Old Republic. You know what? It's unta- That's an untapped area in the franchise.
3: It is, and I had been obsessed with that game, the Star Wars Old Republic online game, since it came out. I haven't played it in the last couple of years, but it, it's, to me anyway, it was such a, a, a
1: hotbed, rich hotbed of just possibilities. Well, yeah. I mean, there's been Dark Horse mined loads and loads of books. Right. Um, you know, basically all errors <laughs> right. of Star Wars. When
3: the Sith was so. an actual empire, not just down to one or two baddies that... You know, get Before
2: smash, the rule of tool, yeah. yeah. For the rule, so, yeah. you know, and there's there's a lot of area that in movies at least that they can explore in that that they have not done, yeah.
3: and then maybe hopefully that's something that Disney could even think about doing with a with, the, with, with their streaming streaming televised series if that's the way they go.
2: Well, what's great about having Disney do maybe another maybe a live action series because I think it was hinted at that that might be one of the things they do with it was this was in development. Remember Lucas at one point was developing a live action right. series I mean,
1: at one point. They were going to have a live-action series and Clone Wars, you know, at the same time. They both were supposed to go into production, but they only did the uh, Clone Wars.
2: I think that the live-action became too dang expensive, Probably. to do it. That's what, thats what I, if I remember correctly, that's kind of what they were talking about.
3: Well, I mean, you even look at the expense that uh, that Star Trek was going through with Deep Space Nine at the time. And the war, the wartime, and all the space battle scenes—that I forget where I read it, but that was insanely expensive, which is why they were cutting it down to as small chunks as they possibly could. So I couldn't imagine what a live-action Star Wars. Oh,
2: was I know, I know. Yeah. Well, very cool. Well, so what? What else are you guys watching? What are you guys into right now? What are you enjoying here? We're at Farpoint Con recording. What are you enjoying here at Farpoint? Neil, let's start with you. Well,
1: I mean, it, it just started. So. Well,
2: it feels that way, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. So, I mean, we did, I guess, did a tend the panel, which was basically uh, in celebration of 25 years of Deep Space Nine.
2: That's right, that's right. I heard it was a good panel. Yeah,
1: yeah, so, yeah so, so, <laughs> I mean, that, that was just lots of fun. People were just reminiscing, talking about their favorite characters.
2: Hard to and believe that then, 25 years have come and gone on yeah, Deep so, Space Nine. Just,
1: you know, And then you know, basically just saying everything that they loved about the series. So, so that, that was a great fandom panel.
3: you yeah. okay. good. That, that, that was. I was nine when that show started on television. Wow. And God, I remember it all. It, it, it's so great. But this is my first convention of any sort. You know? And, yes, yeah, that, yeah,
2: you know, yeah, yeah. Give him a hand.
3: Going around <laughs> and seeing all these folks in costume and getting into this. It, it, taking it all in is just so cool. That's awesome. It's so cool. And sitting in a panel for an hour with a room full of Sixty people talking about deep space. Not, if that's not heaven, I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was great. Oh, good. And I already got my uh, autograph from uh, Matt Furrer. No, there you go. So, which so is fun. And you know, he he he, he, he uh, you know wrote it out to me and uh, so forth. It was very nice. And, and it was a real crazy thing last night. Uh, they they had a charity auction and they were auctioning off a meet and greet. With Matt Burr. and uh, and then he started throwing money in towards that towards a charity. You know, he, he, he it seemed, seemed like he was bidding again, bidding, bidding <laughs> against uh, against the fan. But you know, and basically then then other fans started throwing in. So they threw in above the high bid another extra seventy five dollars or so uh, towards the charity. That's awesome between him and other fans throwing in money for for this uh meet and greet
2: that's awesome so, I, mean,
1: he, I mean he he was just absolutely hilarious during the, during this part. Uh, did
2: you he did you wondering. bid on it no I, I didn't. <laughs> 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 too too expensive <laughs> but uh, that that happens
1: so, but he he he's just uh you know, very looking forward to, to uh to seeing him later today
2: good good uh, when's he on do you know what time that is no, you don't need to look at you know. Yeah, you don't need to look it up right now. But that's that's very cool. Myself, you know, I I brought my son to the con, and I just love seeing him interact with the con. And that's 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 obviously I feel like I'm bringing up another generation of con goers by doing that. Um, I sat in a new media panel with some other podcasters, and that was that was kind of cool. I had a chance to chat with David Mack, who wrote the Discovery uh novel that came out as Discovery was launching the Star Trek Discovery. And uh, yeah, he tons of stuff. Oh, my word, yeah. We just had a good conversation. I chatted with him a while ago. He didn't remember it. He said he was probably drunk, which is probably true, knowing David Mack. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mack's
1: will so. be at three. Nora's at four. No, very good. And, uh,
2: um, well, let's see. Uh, what else are you guys watching? You guys loving?
1: Black Mirror.
2: Black Mirror. Are you watching the second season, right?
3: Hey, it's got four out.
2: Okay. Right now,
1: I... I think I'm in the fourth.
2: You're in the fourth. Four somewhere. And you're enjoying Black Mirror. Are you watching Black Mirror?
1: I've only seen the, one of the episodes was nominated for the Hugo Awards last year. So, so, so I, so I went ahead and saw that one. And, you know, it was, it was just a great, great episode. And that, that, that episode also, you know, won the Emmy, uh, as well. So it was, uh.
2: So you made sure you watched that one at yeah. least. <laughs> Well, and they are kind of standalone episodes, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're all standalone. And, you know, I'm looking forward to watching them as time is available. So, you know, probably this summer I'll, I'll, I'll take 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 a look at uh, more episodes. But, yeah, I mean, you know, for, from that episode and from what I've Keep heard, heard. They're, they're all very well-produced and uh, very engaging stories. And I heard that, the, you know, there's one episode this season – That, uh, you know, a take on the Star Trek type of show is supposed to be absolutely phenomenal.
2: Did you watch that one?
3: (laughs) In fact, it's it's the one that got me, that I started with to get into the series. And USS Callister, it's called. It's phenomenal. Especially when you start to figure out just what's going on. And it puts you back in the seat like, what?
2: That is awesome. That's awesome. I'm talking about Star Trek, you know, Orville, you you kept up oh, with. Oh, yeah. And that season's done. Have you watched Orville? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I thought that, that was loads of fun. <laughs> I, mean, it, I mean, it was not the show, you know, no, from the original trailers, you know, thought it was basically, like some people say, Family Guy in space.
2: Right. Well, that's the way it appeared. They built it kind of that way.
1: But it really, you know, it basically really goes back to, uh, you know, an old Star Trek you know, original series and next generation feel uh in you know of wandering around and solving problems and and characters interacting uh there and it you know it, it's lots of fun, you know, it, it looks really nice and uh I enjoyed the uh you know the, the small season that they had. I'm looking forward to the next one.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. To wrap up the show, we often do a sci fi five and five. And I thought we would do that. We would do our Sci-Fi 5 and 5. And we have, and you can disagree with me. Dave already Disagree with me. I showed him earlier what we're doing. We're going to do our Sci-Fi 5 and 5. This is the top five most annoying robots in science fiction. So there's plenty of annoying robots in science fiction. These are our top five, right? So uh, number five comes in Box from Logan's Run. Yeah, Box really A bit annoying, right? Um, Yes, yeah, yeah, it's a great voice, but you know, he launches this long, annoying speech about how impressive he is. You know? He's quite egotistical as a robot, so. So that's our, that comes in our number five. So, um, number four, we love him to death, but C3PO from Star Wars. Uh, Ashley has annoying moments. And it kind of makes him, we expect, he, yeah, he is. But when you initially hit him, he gets a bit much sometimes. And Han Solo puts him in his place. He you just you got you got you got to appreciate that. Sit
3: down, uh, yeah. uh,
2: Number three is it Bubo from Clash of Titans, the bird? If you remember that, uh, yeah. Uh, absolutely an annoying robot, A useless robot, really. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, number two comes in, and this is why the Dave's not happy with me for putting on the list. But Johnny Five from Short Circuit. For his cartoonish voice and slapstick comedy, I like I like Short Circuit, but he is a bit annoying sometimes. Don't stick out, don't stick he out your tongue. Alive. Exactly, no, that's why, right there, that's why he made
3: more annoying in
2: the sequel. Uh, definitely, agreed with that. Agreed <laughs> with that. And then uh, number one,
3: what are you Were you stealing stereos out of cars and all
2: that stuff? Absolutely, <laughs> uh, Sock, <socky. laughs> Absolutely. And then number one, Mudflap and Skids and Transformers, Revenge of the Fall in 2009. They top our list as most annoying. Do you agree with that? God. one hundred Annoying. I
1: haven't seen any of the Transformer movies, so I defer to your judgment. Your... Yeah, yeah,
2: she has. So, yeah. Well, any
1: Michael Knight Transformers is <laughs> annoying. You know, the one who's supposed to be the absolute... Most annoying is Marvin from Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah. And, 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 but he's, he's written that way. Yeah. It's yeah. spectacular. Yeah, I love Marvin. And being annoying. So. Marvin yeah. was based on a friend of
3: his. Yes. Who
1: apparently talked exactly that way. Yeah. <laughs> so, so maybe, I mean, he's written that
2: way and he, he just nails it. He does, he does. That was like, uh, was, it, uh, was it Rickman? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say Rickman did that one. Yeah, so phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. Snape is in, uh, in the show. But, well, thank you so much. For, yeah, thanks so much for joining us here in the Sci-Fi Diner podcast. We're thank gonna, us yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, so I'm Scott Herzog.
3: I'm Dave Sellers. Neil Hartenstein.
2: Yeah, and thank you again for joining us here in the Sci-Fi Diner podcast.